0: What's good, all you great, grand, wonderful, fantastic individuals out there in the universe? Welcome to another episode of Creatively Disrespectful. I am your host D. Dmitri, and I feel like I have been M.I.A. It is Wednesday, April fifth, and we're already in the last month of the first quarter of 2023. And I don't know about you guys, but it feels like it has flown by to me. Maybe that's why I feel like I've been in my for so long and it's been like, I don't know, probably a couple of weeks. Um, we have a lot to catch up on when it comes to uh, what everything kind of has been looking like in the general world of my company, The Starving Gypsy, and just life and liberty all the fuck shit in between per the usual um sit back relax and enjoy the show let's get started man i am not sure today where i want to begin so as we are rounding the curve of closing out This quarter, I think I will just start on the personal end of things. I've had some professional experiences lately that have kind of doubled down on the decision that I have been making about relocating from Austin. As most of you know, or a lot of you who have heard me go on and on about things in particular before. I am not a fan of this city. I am not a fan of this city for personal, but mostly professional reasons. Um, (laughs) Just like anything else as a brown person, especially in the good old US of A, uh, you have to work 10 times harder to get a minuscule amount of the same respect and me being a actual business owner and a black business owner and a black woman business owner, there's always a grand deal of pushback that I kind of get tired walking through and now it's gotten to the point that I'm not just only tired, I'm exasperated and so I just move around all of it Um, I had A couple of professional run-ins where people just kind of say things flippantly, not realizing that the things that they're saying can be perceived and processed as disrespectful and dismissive and just downright rude. Um, Having to constantly prove that you're worth the work that people can visually see all the time is annoying I don't know how many times like if there's been an event or something that I've worked and like I show up and they're like oh are you are you here to wait for the chef and it's like no I am the chef and having to say that with the amount of like stoicness and just stand in it uh, consistently sometimes gets grating where it's like it's just can't be believed that you are the person behind the vision and the menus and the, I mean somebody even said oh well so do you just come out and you like you cook the menus that like the chef provides and and I'm like no I'm the chef these menus are written by me and you get tired of having to say that so then you just stop saying it and you just do what you do So, I said all that to say that I've gotten to the point where I'm tired of proving myself out here in Austin. It's very exhausting, it's tiring, and I work my ass off. And often I feel very overlooked and um, undervalued. And, yeah. So there's that. And what can you do besides find serenity in the things that you love and continue to do what you love despite the disrespect and I feel like that's kind of just uh, something that attaches to my entire existence in this career Uh, I'm currently putting together uh, my actual official memoirs In some respect, um, I touched on some of my experiences in the culinary industry and some of my experiences in life as I was putting together the first cookbook because it's a collection of like recipes, yeah, but like recipes that were built around specific events that occurred to me as I was working my way through the industry to the point of creating the Starving Gypsy, which is my company today, and um. And then when I lost my father in 2021, who is my lifeline to food and music, it part of the healing process for me, which I started the latter part of last year, was to just be open and honest about everything. And I mean everything that has um, culminated into who I am as a person today and who I am as a Uh, cook, chef, all of those things. And when I say that, as I've been going through these recollections of these stories and and really recalling what happened in certain events, I realized that for the longest time, I've never really seen myself as a chef. And I kind of really don't to an extent. Mm, Majority of the time, I was... (laughs) Always in these places working my ass off being told that I was a shit cook. I don't know how many times I would have uh many, many, many men, but then on some occasion women just try to bring me down and I I to my knees. And I've been the entire time that I was experiencing some of these things, I never really felt like Um, I, at that time, never attached it to the devaluing that comes with being a black person in the kitchen. I had never attached it to that until really maybe the last three or four years ago. Uh, I just always thought I wasn't good. I thought everything that they told me, I believed that, that I was a shit cook and I didn't know what I was doing and I didn't learn techniques and I had no idea how to like balance flavors and I just really wasn't good at this and why am I still doing this because I suck at it and later in life, I have realized that it was never about me and <laughs> that I actually am really good at what I do because I love it so much and, and I work. Like I work, I put in the time to get better and learn things because I'm just genuinely interested in it and I really care about the craft and it was never about me and so now that I know that when these people do these things sometimes that they're just really acting out and it's never about me, I kind of move around it and those are the things that make me appreciate my talent and my ability for what it really is. I mean, but do I call myself a chef? Rarely. Like, people put that title in front of my name before I ever really say that. Like, and I'm just now starting to get comfortable with even addressing myself as such because I am, I've been conditioned my whole life to not really celebrate uh, my talents and to not really talk about the things that I'm good at. I just show up and the ability that I have and the drive and the passion and my presence and my reputation takes space before I say a word. I don't think I'll ever really see myself as a chef by the terms that people like to use, especially nowadays. I mean, now everybody is, (laughs) everybody's so creative and everybody's an expert at everything without having put in the work because they're able to label themselves as such and people believe the hype and are completely stuck in their own delusion and that's fine. Like, literally... The existence that I had as a kid where I could just write a certain name, a certain title next to my name when I was in the third grade and said, that's what I want to be. People are saying that in their 20s and 30s and running with it with absolutely no background in it. And sometimes that kind of existence is infuriating for me. And I say that in the sense that I'm not going to knock people who have the ability to do that and be cool with it. What bothers me is when they discredit the work that others like myself have done to get to where we are. I am 40 years old and it has taken all of these 40 years for me to really, truly work on not only loving myself, but really establishing what my self-worth is to me and not letting the world dictate in a way that I have to see myself as this Particular price point in value because I am a person of color and you just want me to feel inferior. And I've had many experiences out here where that is very much so the case, and it sucks. I mean, as I've said multiple times, to be able to continue to supplement my rent because I don't necessarily make. I don't make enough money out here from events and teaching classes to be able to also be on this single person income and afford how expensive it is to live here. Somehow I work it out, but it's not something that is like just completely guaranteed all the time. And so with that being said. I do Instacart in conjunction with everything else I do. And the only reason that I do that is because it's not too far off from what I normally do. I'm always in grocery stores and stuff like that. So in that respect, it works. I mean, to be honest with you, the shopping part is fun. I'm cool with the shopping part because it's helped me also be able to source when it's come to other places that I would have never thought to look for particular ingredients and see that oh this place has the best this and this place has the best that and if I want to get this da da so that's why I said it works in this way where since it's still in the same ballpark I can do it and I don't feel like I'm sacrificing my integrity and my passion For what I really want to be doing. And I'm still able to work for me, myself, and I. But with that being said, have I been followed in neighborhoods that people expect me to not be in because I'm a black person? Yes. Have I had people take tips back because they can see on my profile that I'm black before I drop stuff off and will even leave commentary that says that that's the reason why my tips are rolled back? Yes. Um, have I had a situations before where I feel like I have been sent to unsafe environments that's probably happened to other people too absolutely and all the times when I'm in the middle of nowhere out here in Texas that I have to watch the roads and make sure that I'm not going into the yard of someone who has a Trump Pence flag or a confederate flag that they still fly out here up before I make a delivery yeah I have to watch out for all of those things and I think at this point I'm so conscious of those types of things happening so much that it's not necessarily that it's water under the bridge and that I brush them off it's just I have had to learn to move around them however does that mean that I'm not vocal about it (sighs) that's crazy of course I'm going to be vocal about it nobody knows things happen if you don't talk about it and sometimes you can talk about it till your face turns blue and they still pretend it doesn't happen But that has nothing to do with me calling myself a chef, right? Or does it, though? Because, I mean, I've had people tell me that I will never be able to be an executive chef of anybody's restaurant or this, that, and the other because, one, I'm a woman, and then also because I'm black. They don't let you guys be in charge. Said it just as cool as a cucumber and walked away. And... I knew a long time ago that if I wanted to continue to follow this path that I was put on, that was chosen for me before I even started this journey, that the only way I could continue to do it is if I did it myself. And do I still have days where it's hard for me to believe in myself? Yeah, absolutely. I think any business owner and person will. When you're constantly putting yourself out there for scrutiny and judgment and criticism. Who's not afraid? I think what it is, is I'm starting to find a way to silence all that a bit more and listen to the chatter less. And that's been more beneficial to me. So when I have... Situations or um, opportunities. Like recently, I came in contact with this uh, particular uh, what's the word I want to use project, where I am cooking for um, kids and the staff, and sometimes their parents or family members at this uh, rehabilitation center that's for teens, adolescents, and young adults. And, um, and those are moments where it feels like I'm doing what this whole journey has been about because I'm there. They're super grateful and they ask me questions about stuff when they see me because they don't see me all the time and they're respectful and they're appreciative And I don't need to be told that people appreciate things, but it's a good feeling for me to know that I am doing what I am doing for someone or for a group of people that can help them in a way that is closer to what the reason I do this for. The main reason why I do this is to to connect to the world, but then to also help people connect with each other And if I am able to do this in a capacity where it helps people connect and heal, then my job is done. I forgot where the beginning of this was supposed to be at. I think I was ranting about how much or the reasons why I'm ready to be done with uh, living out here. Which really, I feel like I probably just need to push out. And I mean, like, get out of the city structure area of Austin and get further out And if I want to continue to live in Texas, but there's a huge part of me that doesn't want to continue to live in Texas either, but I am not going to be able to run from racism nowhere, no matter where I go. And I get that and I accept that. So I guess I will um, (laughs) wrap this all together and, and say this. What is a chef to me? I will say that if you were to ask me what a chef is, I tell you that it's a really, really good badass line cook with a very pointed and poignant point of view and possible psychotic Tendencies that are accepted by the immediate community and no one else. I will say that it is being able to connect the dots between communion and community, camaraderie and food. So, Maybe I'm never going to run some five-star Michelin-star restaurant. I don't want to do that. I've never wanted to do that. That's never been a plan of what I've wanted to do. If you were to ask me what I want to do when it comes to this whole big culinary chef life thing, la, 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 I would tell you the only other thing that's on my radar besides what I do right now that I love to do which is teaching the classes to help people culturally like um, to culturally inform people and then um, and then also the events that I do from the crazy menus that I write I would love to have a bed and breakfast specifically and solely to have a huge table in the yard next to a garden because of course I'm going to grow my own food and have this table where when there's a dinner service it is I won't say required but it will be there and it will be if you want to access it so that everyone that is in this bed and breakfast at this time can come together, eat together, have food and talk with each other. That's what I want. So am I a chef in that respect? Do I feel like I can change the world one plate of food at a time? Absolutely. Absolutely. But on a regular day, do I look in the mirror and call myself a chef and force people to call me as such? Nah, man. I'm just a really, really dope, amazing, badass line cook. (sighs) Till the next time, take care of each other. Take care of yourselves. Austin is in red flag status, and I don't know what that means because the last time I heard anything about flags in Texas was black flag when I was in the military in San Antonio, and that means we couldn't run for PT because we were in black flag, so this red flag is weird, and all I know is the sun is out, and it looks beautiful, and the temp is going to drop tonight, and it's going to be in the 50s tomorrow, and I'm really excited about that because, um, full disclosure, I love cold weather damn sure more than hot nonetheless happy wednesday you guys bye